Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, Shard 13, where I am Shin Garrett. Shouldn't these be called, like, uh, like pieces or something? Like, I feel like we need a different synonym for shard every time we start a different one of these. Well, no, they're all shards. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, ga, 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 ga. I'm Chris, by the way. Yeah. Ga, ga, ga. Oh, yeah, I'm Evan. And There's a new Toku show. <laughs> I mean... quote-unquote toku show okay so there um, are tokusatsu characters in it all right that's fair and it is it is about toku and being a toku fan and how much you should be shamed about it except except not at all yeah except not at all because let that freak flag fly baby (laughs) um but yeah this this week uh while well this week this came out which is tokusatsu gagaga and I went, we need to cover this. This is amazing. And now we're here to talk about how amazing it is. And then Evan was like, but we said we were going to watch Kamen Rider Kuga. But then I forgot to watch Kamen Rider Kuga. So, yeah. I mean, we were just going to let you slide by and not say anything. Yeah. No, so no, we were I'll, just... I'll, own, I'll own it. I'll own it. Okay. Sorry. All right. No, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, no, Tokusatsu Gagaga is a um, show based off of a manga. Yep. Like many, many shows that is about a... Japanese office what lady who really loves Toku and doesn't want to show it to anybody because <laughs> she's a big nerd and big nerds get teased. Apparently. In, Apparently. in her mind, that's what happens. It, it, yeah. Well, I mean, with Japanese office culture, yeah, she would really badly. Possibly. Yeah, who knows? I'm. Uh, I'm actually not really clear on the two ladies and who are like the people she works with most often in the show. I am not at all sure if they are being sincere at any point or if they're like teasing her the whole time. Yeah, it's they. It gave me a very good impression of office politeness. Is office politeness asking out your coworker? Because that happens like fourteen times. Because they could be nice, they could be being nice, but there's also like just a little bit of an edge there that they could be being very mean. Yeah, don't know. Um, I don't. It's yeah. No, they seem to like her just fine. I mean, they did invite her along to karaoke, right? But it seemed like they might have invited everyone in the office. That's true. Mm. Well, but um, wasn't uh the the cold lady that we see? At the end, and like once in the office building, she she was in a karaoke, was she? I don't believe she went. I no. don't know. The yeah, there's she walks by and they give her a title card, but I didn't remember her being in any other scenes. So oh, she just shows up right at the end, and that's it. She knows. She knows. Oh, oh, right. Okay, that's her on the train. Okay. Yes, yes. Oh, but we're gonna start way back at the beginning. Uh, so Tokusatsu Gagaga opens up with. Oh my god, I want to watch this Toku show. I would um, also watch this show. It is a v- Super Sentai ripoff with these three cat fla- cat flavored Toku heroes. I, I don't know fighting. if we can call it a ripoff. I think it's just gone past the point where it's just legit. It's it's a sentai. It's a sentai. Yeah, this it looks extremely heavily based on the show that became I think Power Rangers Wild Force. Yeah, because yeah. it's three. It's red, blue, and yellow. Cat flavored heroes. Yellow is of course a woman. Yeah, and I think that was the show where they had like the big white, uh, the white sections in the middle of their robe, and their colors were like accents more yeah. than like their whole costume. I think that was the one that was Wild Force. Um, I thought Wild Force started with five members. I don't remember though. That's true. Well, well, I mean, most of the power... The, haven't we only got a couple Power Ranger shows that were three-member teams? I thought most of them were usually three. Uh, it depends. They're, it's it's either five or three, really. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I remember Ninja Storm was started out with three. Yeah. Um, I was thinking it was more like... um. Oh, what is the American version of it? It's the Kung Fu one. Um, the Kung Fu one? Yeah. Oh, wasn't that... I uh, don't remember what the English one is. Mystic Jungle Fury is what I was looking for. Oh, okay, okay. Or was it? Hang on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Jungle Fury, because, yeah, because it reminded me of Gekki Ranger right off the bat. Okay. So we have this uh, 
Toku fight right off the battle of this fake Toku show called Jushouan. And it's it's a Toku fight scene, and as they're going it, they're explaining the narrator is explaining, hey, Tokusatsu is a genre. A lot of people like Tokusatsu. Yeah, it's, they, it, they definitely are explaining it like there's a chance you might not have any idea what this is. Yeah. Which is interesting. They they classify it as a type of show that uses specialized filming techniques. Right. Which, which I'm, I'm, the word tokusatsu, I believe it's literally translated as special effects, from what I understand. You are correct. And it makes sense, because it's focusing a lot on the uh, character, uh, the different, I almost called them writers. <laughs> they um, could be if they wanted. The different characters, uh, when they're striking enemies, getting explosions and slices. And we are introduced to our main character, uh, Nakayama? Oh god, I just literally watched this. <laughs> Kano Nakamura. Yeah, Ka Nakamura, Kano Nakamura. We get to see her as a little girl, and she loved Toku as a little girl. And now she loves Toku as an adult woman. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. Her room is chock full of all different... Do they show her as a young kid in this intro? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Do. just they... for a little bit. She is an adorable little kid, I gotta yeah. say. <laughs> and her room is chock full of memorabilia and figures and toys. and So actually a lot of things, too. I th Evan, I think I showed you the thread, but it was pointed out. Yes. That um, they have some like legit like local hero figures in that room, which is really cool. Yeah. And that's those are uh, like mascots for different areas, right? Yeah, for different prefectures. Yeah. That's fun. And we get to see this uh, climax of the battle for Jushouan, <laughs> where uh, Nakamura dis discovers, oh boy, this might be when they... She she goes and pulls out this magazine as she starts glowing yellow yeah, with, I, I, with the I, power I, of Toku. I thought like originally she was cheating and it's like, oh, is this where the power-up form's gonna happen? No. <laughs> but she was uh, looking up the writer. Yeah, she, she gets to decide, oh, hey... As we have talked about a couple times on our Kuga episodes, Toku writers do a lot of different shows. Oh, and actually, um, because you actually talked about this last week when I wasn't here, you talked about how much you you were into the the Gaimark of mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Geo, and the writer for that is um, writing some new stuff as well. But he also wrote like the best episodes of Common Rider Build. Oh shit. Cool. So when I was oh, editing yeah. that episode, I was just like big mood this scene. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she, the person who's writing this, uh, this Joe, whatever, I forget what it's called, this show, was the same person who wrote a show that she used to be a fan of called uh, Stranger V. Yeah. And uh, she is immediately like, oh shit, I love that show. I'm going to grab my DVD and watch it all night. <laughs> yep. Which she does. <laughs> she is glowing with this purple and gold energy and it's very much it is very much a big mood of you watch it, like I, it very much reminds me of me first watching common rider build and sitting there and like feeling ah, this is so cool evan you need to finish build i do i really do need to finish build i'm like at 26 or 27 now so i'm slowly working my way through it oh man you got past like some of my favorite episodes. We need to talk about past, those off, yeah, off, off recording. Okay. <laughs> um, so we go into a very, very quick intro. It's only about like five seconds. Yeah, it's mostly a panel. It's pages from the manga flipping by, mm -hmm. which I, I actually really like the art in the manga. It was yeah. making me think about trying to find the manga because it looks really good. It does. I know there are scans out there, but I don't think like anybody picked it up or anything. It's by someone named uh, Niwa Tanaba, and uh, I do I am not finding any information about this person on the internet hmm. in a brief search. I just by the way she draws her main character, I'm assuming they're a woman. That might be unfair. Yeah, but... no, I get the feeling it's drawn by a woman. We come back and she is uh, Kano is now waiting for the bus or the train. Yep. And she has stayed up all night rewatching that same episode. <laughs> Big mood. 
Uh, I have done this. And oh hey, who's this cutie? Onoda that shows up. Who works with her, I think. Fairly yeah. certain. He, he's in the same office. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's trying to make polite conversation with the pretty girl. And he's, it's he's got a crush on her. Yeah, like, it's it's pretty yeah. obvious that he's it's, crushing on her. Like hardcore. Yeah. Like this comes back throughout the episode. Oh wow. Yeah, he's trying to find some way to like, you know, ask her on a date, basically. It's, he's just finding any excuse to talk with her and have a conversation. Right. And uh so she she lies to him and says, uh, no, I stayed up all night going through important work documents. Yeah. <laughs> and this is further compounded because she's very it's very obvious she's tired because she's yawning. And she's sitting there. And then old people are talking about, oh, there's no there's no chairs. Like, there's no place to sit down. She doesn't want to stand up because she's so tired. So she hallucinates <laughs> the Red Ranger from the show she was just watching. Yes. Uh, who tells in- her, he quotes the same thing he was saying in the previous night's episode, that it's not just because you're tired, it's not okay to ignore people who might have it worse <laughs> than you. Yeah, and he's... The juxtaposition between all these people sitting on this train, completely absorbed in themselves, and then there's this guy in a red suit, being super expressive suit actor, like, pose, pose, you can't do this. Yeah, (laughs) and it's pretty great in terms of, like camera work just because the camera like pans across everyone in the train and he's just standing there he's there for the rest of the scene just standing in the background it's really good this actually this actually reminds me of have i talked to either of you about um akiba ranger before i think i've heard you mention it yeah oh because it kind of reminds me of this because base because that the full title for that is a unofficial sentai akiba ranger Oh, Where, geez. like, the whole premise is built around, like, the characters having delusions about being Sentai heroes and stuff. There's more to it than that, obviously. I'm not doing the best explanation. But, like, yeah. the parts where it just puts in a random hero just kind of reminds me of that show. And that's a good thing. I'm into it. It is. It's very fun. But she uh, feels, oh, she's I gotta follow him. So she stands up and gives up her seat. And then squeals and runs over to the side because, oh my god, Shichi Leo told me to be a good person. It's so cool. I did it. I feel so cool. I did a good thing. She is super excited. <laughs> and she also sees someone, in, another lady in the train who has a the Blue Ranger from that show on her bag, which is going to be like her main motivator for this episode. Kinda. Yes. Toku Senpai, please notice me. Yeah. She's standing. She's starting to think about it. And oh, hey, look, here's <laughs> Odonawa. Odoa. Yeah. I already forgot this guy's name. The same. I kind of feel bad for him because she blows him off like a lot this episode. Yeah, she's just she ignores him a lot. <laughs> she gets so she caught up so in her, in her, own, her head. own head. Yeah, she she is just not totally oblivious to anything he thinks. He keeps trying to talk to her as she's standing and watching this, and she she'll make some sort of like affirmative sounding noise or conversation and then immediately go back into her own head of like toku 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 <laughs> yeah and i don't um i couldn't actually tell uh if her her head voice and her actress were different voices i think it's just the same actress just doing a much higher pitched and excited sounding voice whenever she's talking in her head yeah i think yeah. so so they finally get to work and everybody's like, oh, I heard you gave up your seat this morning. Aren't you just the best person? Yeah, little bird. The, yeah, this uh, is where they introduce the two ladies who I'm I'm super unclear on what sorts of people they are. <laughs> her, her two female co-workers, and they have a very weird... It's polite and makes... There's a little bit of sharpness sometimes that's weird. It's an odd, interesting relationship, and I want to see where it goes. Yes. But they're, they ask her, oh, how did you learn to be, su- how did you learn to become such a good person? From Tokusatsu. 
Uh, yeah, and her and Naka's response is immediately look off to the side. I can't fucking tell them it's from Toku. <laughs> I can't tell them it's from Toku. <laughs> I can't tell them everything worth learning is from Tokusatsu. She she gives a big speech about how everything she important to her she learned as a child, and every time she like ends a sentence, her interior monologue adds from Tokusatsu. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, I don't really try to be a proper adult, but. To remember the things I learned from Tokusatsu as a child. <laughs> and there's this really cute flashback in the sequence of, like, young her walking near the river. It's not clear what she's sad about, but she's, like, crying and she has this memory of, uh, like, uh, the Tokusatsu character, like, being like, cheer up. It's Ever since cute. she was a child, she's had these hallucinations. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was actually, uh, at this point, I was like, wait a minute, hold on, shouldn't she have a different show from her childhood That's that also inspired true. her when she was a kid? No, it's it's her thinking about being a kid, and then the current, I, it's all in her head, man. Yeah, it just seemed like a weird, like, retcon of her memories, but they're actually gonna go into that. She does have another show from when she was a kid. Oh, yes, does she? she does. <laughs> we'll get there. I were... I've got this weird headcanon that she's actually seeing these hallucinations, and it's not just, like, a show joke, and she's at- like, it doesn't affect her life in any way other than she just <laughs> randomly sees these toku people. I, I mean, it, it could honestly go either way right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, okay, so, yeah, basically her primary conflict is she doesn't feel like she can tell anyone she knows what she likes. Because they will judge her. Yes, and that is that is shown in this immediate next scene where she walks up to the elevator, and there are two other female co-workers who are talking about, hey, so we've got this friend, and or I've got this friend, and her boyfriend's kind of a geek. Like, I looked in his room, and he had figures with swimsuits on, and I saw some <gasps> kind of his posters. How scandalous. <laughs> and uh, and basically, it's the underlying oh, otaku are nasty. It it definitely made me chuckle because my wife has bought all of our horniest figures in the <laughs> living room. <laughs> and they're making a comment about how oh well, the guy's girlfriend should be more supportive. And Nakamura's response is, if you had a boyfriend like this, you would fucking be embarrassed too. I hope. This is the <laughs> deepest cut of the show. I hope your favorite shows get pushed out of the way by a golf tournament. Which is a joke because Tokusatsu oftentimes will get pushed out of its time slot by something else. Yep, this is 100% too true. There are 100% times where it's like, this week's episode of Build will be pushed to next week because of golf tournament. It's, we're not impo- it's not important enough. <laughs> and it's... This show is very much a, it, even in these first 10 minutes, it's very much, you don't have to watch Toku to enjoy this, but if you do, there's some good stuff in here. It's very, the, the research was put in to know yeah. all of the things, and or, obviously the person is just like a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, this basically worked, it's uh, super analogous to any geek hobby, basically. Like, there's almost nothing that this couldn't be analogous for. No, this is very much a, hey, having a super deep hot, having a childish hobby as an adult can be kind of difficult. Right. Yep. Which is, okay, yeah, as in a, in like America, there's like this weird cultural thing about this because like, Okay, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but, like, nerd stuff has gotten a lot more popular over the past couple decades. Oh, yeah, no, it has. But also, like, what if you like video games, but primarily Japanese video games? Like, then you're still nobody you talk to is going to know anything about that. Nope, not really. What do you, if you have strong opinions about which Dragon Quest game is the best? <laughs> you can talk to a hundred other people, and there's a good chance none of them are going to be able to relate to that conversation. No, not really. That's true. And it's actually the conversation that Nakamura is having, or she's like, it's like, if I talk to people about this, they'll talk down to me or make fun of the things I like. Can't I just find some, can't I just find someone who's into the <laughs> things that I'm into that can, will be my friend? Can I just right. find a Nakama? Woo. And then it goes into like the flash flashback to the show. Yeah. 
because everything relates to Toku, and we get to see uh, Red Leo Ranger and um, whoever Blue was, Tiger Ranger. The, the basically Red and Blue, their first meeting, and like, oh, justice. I sensed your strong justice, aura. Justice, justice, <laughs> justice, justice. <laughs> Hand clasp, justice. Some extremely generically Toku dialogue. Yeah, it's it is this it is to it is Toku team up dialogue. <laughs> Script C. Yeah. And it... <laughs> well, no, it's script F for friends. Yes. Are you a friend? <laughs> Your animal aura called out to me. Oh, God. Uh, this is dumb, and I love it. Man, and then it just segues in right to the next part about how she needs to get her own charm, but she can't yeah. reveal her secret. Which just is like just the Christians like... in Japan. Oh, yeah. Okay. <sighs> can't believe they went there yeah now this is another weird there's a lot of okay between this christian thing and the way like they talk about like being an out nerd and stuff the way this show relates to american nerd culture is super fucking weird yeah just a bit uh because the christian thing like okay christians in japan were genuinely horribly persecuted yeah no it's that's why i'm so surprised that they're making this reference yeah uh, you never hear about it because Christians don't like talking about white people who were persecuted, who non-white people who were persecuted. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, it's but yeah, the th- and the thing is, is like with nerd culture in America, yeah, it's it's a lot easier to do it now, but also like, what if you have bad social skills? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's not great. I, I'm not making. I don't know. I'm rambling, but just like the the show feels like it's set like 20 years in our past. Kind yeah, of. a little bit. And I get the feeling that maybe that's what it's still like to be a geek in Japan. Yeah, but I I don't know. I do not have that yeah. cultural relevance to really say. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, the, like. There are plenty of shitty nerds in America who, you know, are mad about everything and the fact that they, you know, that that uh, they think like the entire world's against them or whatever. Yeah. But like, you know, to a certain degree, like it's not that I don't get it. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know the show. I, I have feels. I have feels about the situation. I guess. Yeah, it's it is a very relatable situation, although it is. A bit out of time in America, it feels. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. But, I don't know. I think it I think it depends what your hobby is. Yeah, no, it, it really depends on the hobby, because there are for sure certain hobbies that'll still get you um ridiculed. Unfairly. Yeah, like I mean, if you like the Marvel movies, like fucking everyone likes the Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I man, I just feel like I wanna like push out my glasses and be like, Marvel movies aren't aren't geeky, what are you talking about? But <laughs> Then I then I realize I'm not an awful person. Yeah. So we come back from the Christian analogy that they're making, and it's not the Nakamura, last one either. No, it's not the last one. She's wondering, hey, is there some kind of thing that I can use to like signal to people about knowing it? But why does every single Tokusatsu related thing have to be so blatantly Tokusatsu? That's big mood. It's they're super yeah. cool, but they're not secret in the least. Yeah, they don't say this, but I get the feeling that she's saying that they're not feminine enough to be, like, you just have it around casually. It's not feminine enough or not generic enough, because it's very... A lot of the toku stuff, it's very obvious from its... It's very obvious that it's from a toku show. Yeah, they have strong iconography, right. because that's what they're designed to look like. Yeah, it's designed to sell a toy. Man, I'm I'm going to be that guy, and, like, I'm realizing I'm doing it. But I just want to bring up that there technically is, like, some incognito, like, toku-inspired jewelry and stuff. Like, for, uh, later on for, in Geo, there's, they're making that Kamen Rider quiz necklace with, like, the little quiz logo. <laughs> That's cute. Oh, I totally didn't notice that part, this thing. Hmm? Okay, so after she's done finished, or after, while she's basic, while Nakamura is hustling to herself... Onoda comes up and start is like overhears her kind of talking, and he's like, "Oh man, I wish I could cheer her up." 
there's gotta be something I can do for this yeah, cute girl. Yeah, he thinks she's upset about just something, so he wants to invite her out for lunch to make yeah, her feel better. Yeah, so he immediately invites her out for lunch to curry, and I didn't notice this on my first watch through, but in the back of the scene when he's asking her out for curry, her two female co-workers are walking up, and they're watching and kind of giggling to each other, and like, oh, look at the cuties, oh, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, also, like, did I, I, I kind of got confused. I, I wanted to watch it again, but I didn't yet. It, it seemed like she was, like, lying that she already had a boyfriend, because that comes up? No, uh, one of the one of the girls mentioned, it set, makes the joke about, like, oh, I bet your boyfriend likes when you cook for them or something. Oh, she always brings her lunch. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, no, the other two ladies are like, oh, you don't need to bother, she always brings her lunch. I bet her boyfriend really loves her cooking. Yeah, and she and they of course she's like, oh, boyfriend, what? And Ono she doesn't or, say anything about having a no. boyfriend or not. Yeah, and Ono is just kind of like, what? But she doesn't deny what? it either. So the guy huh? is like, uh, she may be unattainable. What? <laughs> is that why she ignores everything I say? <laughs> and of course, her thing er, er, immediately goes into her mind where she's like, no, the reason I always bring my lunch is because I save up money to buy more Tokusatsu DVDs. <laughs> big mood so like blu-ray prices in japan are absurd like dvd prices in japan are just always oh yeah from what i can remember yeah yeah from what i can remember in buying anime from when i was a high schooler yeah yeah they never they never moved away from the format uh the buy individual discs uh format and then uh, we used to have here in america yeah I mean, I know that we we've, we've had that. I've I have some of my sets in my basement of ones that yeah. I've bought. Yeah, uh, we have like all eleven discs of uh, Fullmetal Alchemist that Rachel got when it was coming out. That's cr- I couldn't imagine doing that with longer shows. I mean, it was only a double length show. But... Let's see, what does she actually have in her lunch? Because we we next go to her, we next go to lunch. She's got a nice little lunch. It's like rice and nori and yeah it's like a couple like small bento things it looks yeah. like some kind of like a like sauced chicken dish sauced fried chicken it, it looks quite nice i'm i'm hungry now <laughs> but one of her female co-workers i forget which one has come and she's got souvenirs for everyone and gives one to nakamura and nakamura has no idea what it is but everyone else is like oh no it's this super it's this super popular mascot for right now so is that, is that like a, a, a Sanrio like stand in right now? Maybe I, have I don't no know. Idea. It, it's like a little guy who is plain white, and he has like this black box hair, and his uh, mouth and stomach have kanji on them. Yeah, uh, Nakamura's yeah. just kind of flipping it over, looking through it. It's like I don't. She's giving it a look like I, I guess this is fine. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> but a bunch of other coworkers show up. And the souvenir coworker is like, oh, I, I, hey, everybody, I got souvenirs for all of you. And everyone else immediately, as soon as they see the mascot, is like, oh, wow. Oh, it's so cute. Wow. Mascots make everything better, don't they? Oh, look at it on my bag. Yeah, it's so cool. And Nakamura realizes, if I hide a Toku character in among a bunch of mascots... Nobody will know, and it'll be like a secret <laughs> message, like the Christians did with their Christian fish. Yep. <sighs> this show has got some balls. <laughs> like, yep. It, it, it's and it's funny because I think I started with like one Pokemon charm on my keychain, and then I was like, oh, I can add like one other dirty thing, and now. Okay, here, let me count through the charms I have on my keys. A Trico, a Chica from Love Life Sunshine, a Splatoon Squid, Chun-Li, Nobunaga from Fate, Assassin from Fate Zero, Saber, and Toru from Dragon Maid. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you you start with good intentions. (laughs) I just have one on my keychain, which is the one your wife bought me for my birthday. Oh, which one was that? The Makoto. Oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to keep swapping them out whenever I get back to Asen. And just keep them for the year. I want to I get a board like, like Chris has in your house. Chris, I'm spoiling your house to the internet. <laughs> but you, you have a oh, cork board. Our charm board? Yeah, the, your cork board of all your charms. It's really cool. Yeah, Rachel, Rachel loves Etsy charms. So. 
<laughs> we had to have a display because we could never wear or use them enough. So Nakamura is looking at this charm and decides that she is going to start Project Ichthys, which is a reference, yes, to the apparent thing of like apparently hidden Christians in Japan would draw an arch, and then if the other person drew an arch back and made it look like a fish, they were both Christian and could be friends. Right. Yeah, because apparently the cross was too obvious of a symbol. I apparently I have no idea if this is a real thing or not. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. I think when I was looking up Amakusa Shiro to to learn about him for Fate stuff, yeah, I, I re- read something about this. <laughs> okay, I like how Fate was the catalyst for that. <laughs> I have learned a lot about history because of Fate. <laughs> but uh, Nakamura decides, hey, I better eat my food real quick so we let I can go out to a gachapon <laughs> and get a Leo Red. Shishi Red. Yeah. She starts eating and real friends, fast. Uh, and- like, uh, well, I don't know if they're friends. The, her two co-worker ladies are like, you're, you're kind of eating in an impolite manner. But, uh, yeah, that, yeah, she that ignores was a very that. Japanese trigger. <laughs> so she goes out. Yep. And she uh, is looking for a gachapon machine. The first one she comes to, she can't do. It's because, too in public. Yeah, no, there's way too many people in business suits going by. What if someone saw me? It's not like I can make an excuse and say it was for my cousin or something. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah, I've totally, I've totally lied like that before when I was getting like my little pony stuff or something. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> so she knows, hey, there's this alleyway over here that's got another one. I'll just go to that one. Oh um, no, what's this curry restaurant doing here? Oh, oh hey, it's that curry restaurant that Odona was wanted to go to. Oh hey, he's he's in the he's in the line. He's like, oh hey, what's up? Hey guy. Hey, do you wanna do you wanna come do you wanna come have lunch with me? And Nakamura is <laughs> completely ignoring him, so she says impossible. And he thinks she's talking. He's so He's a sad cutie. Yeah. <laughs> but it we get this little montage of Nakamura going around to a bunch of different gachapon machines. And they're all sold out. They're either sold out or people start walking by and she just, she can't seem to find a gachapon machine to use. She has one shop left she can check. She apparently spent 45 minutes walking, or I'd say 30 minutes, say 15 minutes for lunch. She spent the past 30 minutes walking around the city looking for a gachapon. But there's always Yakuza shop. Yes. Right. Now Which this I, is a, I, I'm not sure, but I think this is supposed to be a Dagashi. You know those little uh, children's stores. Well, it is okay. There was a there is a translator note on the on the website or the translator group that did this made a translator note for this specifically. Apparently, the way this is spoken about, there the the word she uses for when she, uh, ninkyo, the word she uses is apparently a polite way to refer to a yakuza it's saying it's a way to say this person is a not yakuza without calling them a yakuza okay and so this this store is a front for the yakuza it's like saying organized crime or the business instead of yeah the mob. It's, it's 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 this is this is a this is a family businessman who owns a legitimate business uh, the guy does look extremely yakuza but I oh, was still yeah. like, hey, don't don't judge him. He's probably a giant sweetheart. Name. Yeah, he's probably very nice. But he walks off, so she tries to go get the gachapon, and, but then he immediately comes back, and so she runs away, acting like she hurt herself, because she doesn't want to interact with the Yakuza dude. <laughs> Which, you know, fair. In this sequence, I kind of started wondering, like, okay, Rachel's told me before that a lot of times... When she gets nerdy stuff at, like, a store, someone will ask, uh, like, whoever's ringing her up will say, like, oh, is that for your kids? And a lot of times she'll just be like, yes, yes, it is. Yeah, no, that's all you gotta do. We don't have children. (laughs) So it was definitely making me wonder, like, why doesn't she, maybe she looks too young? Why doesn't she just say that she's getting something for her kid? It seems like a very easy out she doesn't think about taking. Maybe, maybe there's, like, a, a housewife stigma or something? Maybe. Maybe? I don't know. I mean, like, again, like, I don't know how how roles work, so... 
I could yeah, be wrong, but like have, we don't have a bunch of Japanese cultural cues, right? Yeah, maybe it would be unusual for her to be a, like an office person, like an office worker, and have a kid. I don't know. That wouldn't be seem unusual to me, but I don't know. Uh, next, we get it's after work, and she is walking home, and she's like, "I guess I can." There's a couple other places I can probably check. And as she's walking home, hey, there's one she didn't expect with only four Gachapon left in it. And one of them is very obviously Shishi Leo. Yeah. So as this long is, as this she- is real striking treasure situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that she's is like, true. Uh, they, they're only 300 each. I only have to spend 1200 yen to get them all. When you go hunting, make sure you've got a lot of bullets. <laughs> and then starts putting in coins. Yeah. Her, her little. Coin purse has a ton of hundred yen coins in it. All of uh, all of, like the eye catch arts between like commercial breaks and stuff is like I think just the colored manga panel, but it has um it shows her with like a bunch of one hundred yen coins, which is really cute. Yeah, yeah, she's posing with Shishi Leo, and like he's holding his weapons, and she's holding up a hundred yen coins. But she's going through and pulling. She pulls the first three gachapon, and none of them are the ones she wants. She just puts in the three coins for the last one. It looks like they're all the same. ready to turn. I think so. I think they are all blue. She gets a blue and two yellows, I think. Oh, I thought she got the villain three times. Oh, was that it? Oh, okay. I didn't actually, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, you might be right. But yes, she is about to roll for the fourth one when Damien (laughs) shows up. I don't know what Damien's a reference to. The the omen. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Damien is the the antichrist kid from the omen. That's what she's referencing. Oh. It's this. It's this little young little Japanese when boy. When she when she uh, comes up with the name the first time, it looks like the movie poster for that. Okay, yeah. With the long shadow and stuff. Oh, I didn't. I didn't catch that. Ah, well, hey, glad I can come up with something for once. You come up with things all the time. Oh, but uh, this this young gentleman wants to use the to- wants to use the catch pawn, <laughs> and of course, because she's a grown up, and just, the kid wants to use. Like, oh, of course, yes, I'll get out of the way for you. It's like I'm gonna be the adult. This fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I can't do this. And then she's like super worried about the kid finding out <laughs> that she was actually using it, and he and he keeps like pointing things out it's like oh you were using this weren't you and she's like what 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 are you talking about and then it pans down no. to the three in her yeah, hands uh uh yeah he catches you... her contradictions enough that he does the phoenix right truth lock thing until eventually <laughs> she's like okay yeah i was trying to get tokusatsu stuff yeah she tries giving him the ones she pulled out already and he's like there's no point if i don't use my own money she's like damn this kid has got some dedication. He's also like, I don't take from strangers. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you can go first. I- I'm not sure if he understands that principle either, because he's willing to hang out with her, but not take toys from her. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's... The kid very much realizes that she was going to use it anyway. Mm-hmm. And he, he he he's a sweet kid. He's like, you can go first. You were trying to get that Shishileo, weren't you? And even, like, takes the money out of her machine, and he's like, you... Or she tries to pull it away, of like, oh, no, I was just gonna stop at three, it's fine, it's fine. And so the kid turns around and pushes the coin release and takes out the 100 yen coins. He's like, no, but you, like, put money in it already. Yeah, you already put and in she start, three bucks for the last one, didn't you? <laughs> and she starts freaking out, like, no, I wouldn't... No, I didn't. What? No, uh, ooh, uh, uh, okay, I know what to do. I don't watch Toku, you watch Toku. She keeps almost calling him Damien and then remembering she doesn't know his name. So she takes it out and then she's like, here, you know, I can't give this to you, but we can trade, Damien. We can trade. You can give me the capsule you want. You got. So she gets the Shishile out of the machine and he's like, hey, okay, well, why don't we trade? There's another machine over there. I'll get one and then we can trade. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, she probably should have just ran if she wanted it. <laughs> and well, we know Garrett isn't nice to children, I guess. I mean, I like when he tells her that, "Hey, there's it, there's been music playing through this entire scene." And then when he tells her, "There's another machine over there." The music cuts out. It's silent. 
And then cicadas start chirping. <laughs> right. So actually, I mean, to be fair, I, I wouldn't be mean to the kid. What I was actually thinking, because um, when they're walking over to the other machine, he brings up that he's only missing one from the set. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my god, is she going to buy out this other machine for this kid? <laughs> oh, because he's also saying, like, my mom doesn't really like it, and so I don't get, like, I spend my allowance on it, but I don't get very much, and my mom doesn't like that I spend it on it. Mm-hmm. And then we get a flashback of Nakamura as a little girl talking about how her mom didn't like this either. And she's yeah. pulling this button with uh, the, I forget what the name of this The Metal Hero show Man. Is. The Metal um, Hero Man. MR Jason. MR Jason, yes. And uh, yeah, her this, mom this is. This scene like, was definitely like a little bit too personal for me. Because <laughs> yeah, it's very much the mom going. Uh, coming in and saying, hey, wait, no, what do you have? No, what are you hiding? No, give it to me. And she takes the pin and looks very disappointed and then at, walks at off. At first I thought that she, she might have uh, gotten a gotcha pawn of Pogs. I thought they were Pogs at first, but no. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I wonder if Pogs were a thing in Japan. I wonder if there's a Pog anime. <laughs> Jesus. I, I have think no po- idea. Pogs are just pins that don't have the something to clip on them but uh so like i love this little bit because she right before we go into the flashback uh nakamura is telling the boy you know my allowance used to be small too um i really wasn't able to spend it so that's why i do it as an adult and then we come back from the flashback and the kid's like well you know that was then, this is now. <laughs> and Nakamura's response, oh my god, this kid's a goddamn philosopher. <laughs> this is so deep. It's Men so deep. Men should not suffer for their geeky hobbies in this day and age. And it blasts up in the sky, like, that was then, this is now, dash, D. Yeah, attributed to Damien. It does a bunch of subtitles in the sky that are very stylized. So um it's very silly. While googling for pog anime, I've learned that there's currently yokai watch pogs. <laughs> They're still making pogs? <sighs> yeah, oh, apparently. I, yeah, I think I heard something about pogs making a comeback or something. <laughs> Probably. Which is nuts. But they get over to the other gachapon and uh Damien puts in some coins and turns like, "All right, got to go. We'll see what we get to trade." He trades it, and oh, hey, it's a shishi red. Yep. And she just, like, drops all pretense, and it's just the most excited person in the world. Yeah, she's, because she was totally, you know, she was going to be a good person and swap no matter what, but now she, yeah, it's a very much, the mask is down, here's the toku nerd that's going nuts, and even, she's even like, oh my god, oh, th- oh thank you, Damien, oh, wow, she calls him Damien, and the kid doesn't even flinch and just accepts yeah, it. He does not react to that at all. Which is probably normal for a kid. A lot of times when you say something a kid doesn't understand, they're just like, oh, that must be an adult. <laughs> yeah, okay. She's like, oh, look at the detail on the main. Yeah. And then it's back home, and she is putting... It's it's evening. She's put a bunch of different charms on her bag to try and hide the Shishi Leo. But maybe someone will secretly see it, like the Christian fish. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Boy, that's a rough. That's a that's a thing that they did. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. If this was an American show and they were doing like a like an oppressed religious minority thing for like you know just being a geek, I would be mad at it. But like, okay, this is different. No. It's fine. <gasps> well, then it is the next day. She's back at the train again, and boy, toy shows up. <laughs> And talks a little bit. Yeah, I'm just going to refer to him as Boy Toy now because I can't remember. Oh, his that's name. so mean, though. Uh, give me a couple episodes. I'll remember it. it took me a f- couple for Kuga, any two. Might maybe call him Puppy Dog Song? Or puppy. Yeah, Puppy Work. Don't you make, like, low key Tight Moon references in this podcast? <laughs> Sorry. I caught that one. I feel so bad for this guy. Because, um, so, yeah, Boy, the Puppy shows up again. She moves her bag over to her other shoulder to like, hey, look at my charms. Hey, do you notice the 
Do you notice the Shishi Leo? Hey, what do you think about that? Oh, you're like mascots, huh? This one's cute, even with the weapons. I thought it was funny that he didn't be like, wow, you got a lot of charms overnight. Did you? <laughs> I just thought that would be a funny sequence. It is, but we get the instead thing where like, he's, oh, that's a lot of mascot characters, and oh, this one's cute. Even Yes, Kara said, this one's cute, even though it has a sword. And her response is to like, do the, and like jerk a little bit. And Puppy is like, oh God, I'm, I'm sorry. What did I do? <laughs> yeah. What, did I do something wrong? She does not respond to him. She's just yeah. so oblivious. He tries to apologize on the train. He's like, so, so I'm sorry for earlier. And, you know, just, and she just looks away because she's looking for the woman that had the, uh, the blue yeah. character it's like, charm. Where, where's the one with the blue? It's completely ignoring the guy. Where's Toku Senpai? Tall Riger. Did did we mention that the uh the the three cat ranger people were the the lo- the red one's a lion, the blue one's a tiger, and the yellow one is a cheetah? No, we did not. Yeah. So their names are all puns. Yes. Yep. Now we get to the third uh quote unquote problem <laughs> that she ha- that Nakamura has to deal with. Where she's at work, and they're like, hey, her feet lady co-workers are like, hey, so are you ready for karaoke after work today? What? What? (laughs) We told you about it at work. We told you about it at lunch yesterday. We invited you out to karaoke, and you said, yeah. And mind, this is when Nakamura was thinking about her project Ichthys. Yep. And so just said yes without thinking. Yep. And she's like, oh, no. I only know Tokusatsu songs. I don't I don't know any normal songs. <laughs> what am I going to do? At, at this point, yeah, I, I was like uh I actually thought of the solution that she eventually comes up with at this point. So it was just yeah, like no. just do that. I, well, she does. Yeah, I she know. Does. I was impressed with uh, whoever was writing it. But it is later in the day then, next scene. And she's trying to think of, oh, whoa, God, please, let so- let me find someone to go in my place. Runs outside, and a very dour woman uh, by the name of Kitashima, I Kitashi- believe is her? Kitashiro. Kitashiro? Yeah. She's a very, she's a very serious-looking, very kind of dour... Um, she has the resting angry face. Yes, she has a very, <laughs> very resting angry face. She looks upset. She, she does look mad. It names her, so she's probably going to be important later, and asks, and she's like, what? <laughs> Nakamura's is like, oh, no, nothing, nothing. Uh, and she runs off, because she can't find anybody. Cut and to karaoke. karaoke! I want to know what this one guy's singing, because I swear it's it's something I've heard. It's unmanly, unmanly. The world I've reached is so unmanly. It hurts so much. The tune sounds so familiar. It seems extremely like one of the songs that uh, you can sing in Yakuza. Yeah, totally. But uh, Nakamura is very much, you know, very much kind of just, man, I'm just not in the mood. I don't. Maybe if they just ignore me. <laughs> yeah, she pretends to fall asleep to try to get everyone to ignore her. And that immediately makes everyone be like, hey, we're all going to focus on you now. Yeah, the singer guy comes up like, hey, 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 Nagamura, it's gonna be your turn. He's very, he seems like a very silly guy. Yeah, he's trying to MC this uh, party, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nakamura keeps trying to get out of it. She's like, oh god, I don't know any songs. I don't know any songs. I don't know any songs. Yeah. All of her uh, her lady friends are like, oh no, you see, you totally wanted to do things. What did you want? And we get a cut scene of her going to karaoke by herself. Oh, singing, <laughs> singing the, the Gaga Ga opening. Yeah, the she Ga says, Ga Ga when opening. I do karaoke, it's not like this. And she's like standing on the all the benches and like yelling and posing. Yeah. Oh, man. So she's handed the tablet and starts going through it. And uh, Puppy is very excited about, <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm going to get to hear her sing. It's going to be great. Yeah. And uh, original singer's like, oh, what about Sakanachin? Well, they've got a lot of good songs. It was apparently a real band, but uh, yeah, she has never heard of them, despite them being apparently popular. Well, yeah. thinks it's some sort of weird fish monster. <laughs> 
And this is the point where she starts hallucinating that she is uh, being attacked by a karaoke villain in a tokusatsu show. I love this yes. so much. The karaoke it, monster. I really like this monster, yeah. It's I really great. love that it cuts to, like, the generic quarry location that's used in every yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. she's in a rock quarry. <laughs> it's the, the quarry that all toku shows have fights in. <laughs> and uh, So this monster is a guy in, like, a parka really big boots he's got a phone on his chest like would be on the wall of a karaoke room and his head's just a karaoke screen yeah his, yeah his head's like the lyrics thing and it's got an evil face on it and he's going on about oh you're not going to be able to hide yourself anymore everyone's gonna know what a big nerd you are <laughs> they're all gonna laugh at you which is like it's I've- Definitely been in this situation before. Yeah, no, it's, this this is this is super big mood anxiety of like, oh man, whoa. This is whoa. the you're at a work party and you have to do a thing, and you you're a giant nerd and all the things you know for that would work are all big nerd things. <laughs> is a it actually? Did either of you guys watch uh, a Gretzico that came out yes. like a, recently i watched is, I, some of it it is too real for me yeah it's i i can only watch it in bursts <laughs> this is so much like a gretzico they have yeah, very similar plots but uh we get the thing of like oh they're all you you won't get to keep your friends they'll look at you like they'll look at you with the eyes like a batamon figure which is shows them all this, staring at a batamon this figure terrible fucking little weirdo figurine that i kind of love He's and got a zombie just... face and tentacle arms, and the rest uh, of his body looks like Big Bird or something. Yeah. <laughs> so Nakamura freaks out and is like, jerks, and is like, no, I don't want to. And everyone else is like, oh, what's wrong? She's like, something uh, wrong? I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> you know, she's panicking, like, I don't I don't know these titles. I only know, like, a couple popular hooks. What, what am I going to do? I don't know any normal songs. This is your punishment for being a huge nerd! I, I really do like that, yeah, the villain says, that's what you get for only liking music from your hobby and never popular music. Yeah. So yeah. she runs off to try and go to the bathroom and is just kind of, is out in the hallway like, man, people are just gonna, f- people are gonna find out no matter what I do. You're gonna make fun of me for being a big nerd. It was definitely making me wonder, like, okay, I feel like this would be a bit more, a bit, like, deeper than this sort of show usually goes, but if she's gonna keep hallucinating tokusatsu monsters for her problems, is the head gonna fall off one of them at one point and be like her mom? I really want that to happen. I want her to, like, (laughs) have fake toku fights in every episode. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah, and if if she like unmasked one, and that would would be like her mom. I think that would be a pretty good sequence, but I don't know if they're gonna go there or I, anything. Man, who knows? But yeah, so she's out in the hallway, and she starts thinking about the first Toku hero she liked, which was Emmer Jason. Yes, it was when she was a preschooler. Rescue machine Emmer Jason. Yep. Yeah, looks real cute. It's super cute. She's she's doing the henchin pose. She uh secret and then it's a little couple years later and she's secretly buying like a TV kids magazine yeah. it's about Emma Jason. Yeah, yep. and this is the character she had gotten the pen from that her mom took away. Yep. Yes. And then it's like, oh wait, no, my mom took found that one too, right? And then there's this weird like cutoff where it shows these kids ding dong ditching Emma Jason. <laughs> well, it's uh, I mean that's because uh, she says. Uh, that's from the sequence when she says, like, I have to hide my identity so that people, I can live a normal life. <laughs> oh, and that's right. She's drawing yeah. an analogy to, like, the hero having to do that, too, because people would pester and annoy him if he didn't hide his identity. <laughs> yeah. The the uh, karaoke monster is coming out and is like, yeah, there's no peace for nerd women like you. She's like, no, I just want to, I just want to live my life. And then Emmer Jason fine. himself shows up. Yes. It's like, it is not evil. Or what is the actual yeah, like? It's like, it's not evil. It is not evil to hide your identity in order to protect your daily life. I'm sorry, Emmer Jason. No. I was curious how, what you thought, Garrett, but uh, I was wondering, I-, I thought this guy looked a lot like a Metal Hero character. Oh, I think he looks 100% like Sherilyn. Yeah, he looks a lot like, yeah, I watched like one Space Sheriff movie and his costume design looks super like that. 
the head the head is kind of like the I'd forget which show was Power Rangers Turbo uh, Car Ranger. Ah, uh, yeah. It, the head kind of has like a like a car motif on it too that kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Um. Yes, she likens herself to having to hide her set. Uh liking of toku to emmer jason have to hide it where he like his actual identity because yes if people knew who he was he'd have kids ding dong ditching his house <laughs> yeah i mean that's fine which is like a warehouse but it gives her an idea it, it gives her a great idea she goes back and uh pulls up the emmer jason theme song right and the, the and, villain's taunting her, like, ah, you're outing yourself. Everyone's yeah. gonna know. Ha ha. And Emmer Jason is also in the room. Yep. Yeah, they're both standing on opposite sides of her. <laughs> yeah, she really, she's just, uh, she's just playing 4D chess. <laughs> the, whoever the suit actor is for Emmer Jason, he just has him walk inside the room and then just stand completely still off to the side. Yeah. And not move at all. And it's great, and I love it. He just stands there approvingly. So I posted in, in Discord real quick. I, he reminds me, like, dead on of Jasheravan. Yeah, I, oh, I yeah, don't think no I've kid. seen this character before. Oh, that looks, like, super really like specific, guy. actually. It may be an actual reference. Huh. But, um, so she turns on this song, and one of the other character, one of the other work people is like, wait a minute, I, I recognize this song. It's, wasn't it a Tokuhiro from, like, when we were kids? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, this is this is the only song I really remember from my... And it was huge in my childhood. Mm-hmm. And she starts singing, and every single person is like, wait a minute, I I know this show. I watched it, or my brother watched it. It starts or- with the guys. The guys all are like, oh, yeah, I watched the show. I loved it as a kid. And the yeah, then the, the other women join in and are like, oh, yeah, I remember this show. I like this. And, and she's like, oh, this was perfect. I I knew I should I I picked a show where what this was airing when we were all kids and it was directed at us so there's a high chance we've all watched it and it's not weird dun 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 <laughs> and so everybody no one is suspicious if it's from a children's show they watched at a young age yep. uh, and I guess yeah the show pops up a uh, a definition for real time generation which is uh, I guess like. If a show is contemporary with you being a kid, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then I like when she's singing, like, Emmer Jason's just giving her tips. Like, like if the ink, don't do the English words or if it goes too fast, don't do the parts that aren't in the TV size. Yeah, yeah that was my favorite bit of advice he gives her. Pretend you only know the TV size version. It, all these deep <laughs> cuts for like, you're a fan of this song, but you only ever knew the intro. So you don't know the full parts. And there's these parts of the song that nobody actually knows. But you can just kind of mumble along. and It'll be fine. It's, yeah, no, it's fine. Nobody actually yeah. cares. Just get to the chorus so everyone can join back in again. It definitely reminded me of, uh, uh, you know, everyone can sing uh, Cruel Angel's Thesis, but can you do the full version? <laughs> That's what yeah. I've seen a lot. <laughs> yep. And it was very, it's, she's singing and the monster is like blowing up and sparking. He's like, no, no, how can this be? How can nobody be ridiculing you? Yep. And then it like, it cuts back to the quarry where she makes she makes a pose because the monster's like oh well this only gets you through the first song and she's like no yeah. but you see i can use this to plant in the seed that i'm a super huge fan of the person who composed this song who did a bunch of other non-toku stuff i can do this for can, five it'll months keep me go- yeah no for five weeks oh, weeks it'll keep me going for five weeks yeah, his name is Kage Chang, was the name of the artist yeah. who, in Universe who did this. And she does, like, a Sentai finishing pose with, like, her hand out, and it, like, glows and makes the monster does, blow up. Does he call her hero Nakamura? I didn't catch that. Let me look at this real quick. Oh, man. I want to believe that that's the truth now. Yeah. No, he calls her Kano Nakamura. That's oh, why just I her thought, full name. Because okay. I saw Kano. Halfway saw it. But yeah, so she's like, yeah, I can do it for five weeks. She poses and it causes him to blow up. Into it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty great sequence. I really, I thought this was a pretty strong climax in the first episode. It is. It's real good. Because then she's 
waiting for the bus and she's looks very tired and very pleased with herself like yeah yeah she's on the train she's like yeah i did it but then across the way you'll never guess who it is it's toku senpai the toraiga woman she has the the blue ranger character yep yes she has she has toraiga and uh nakamura has shishi leo so Nakamura makes sure to put her bag in front yeah. of her and then got to arrange my charm so it's so you can see it. And then I got to wait. Yeah, super adorable when you're trying to get someone you think likes the same things you do to say something about it so you don't have to. Yep. Now yeah. shaking it, making the noise. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the, the Toraiga woman is on her phone, so she's not entirely paying attention up until she puts it away and then kind of looks around and looks across and... <gasps> So notices, oh, I see she's red. And they match eyes. <laughs> Nakamura like, is immediately like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. She's nodding her head real fast like, yeah, no, uh-huh, yeah. This one's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and Toraiger woman's like, Toraiger's my favorite. And we intercut with Toraiger and Shishi Leo doing the bro arm clasp. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then, but then... Blue Hero has to leave the train, but at the end, she turns around and waves. And it's, oh, Nakamura made a friend, secret friend. Secret Togu friend. Secret Togu friend. But then it cuts to down the train where it shows resting angry face woman. Yes. And she Who, notices. She is She is totally some type of other otaku. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, probably. Like she's she's gonna be a Fujoshi. I, I think it's that one, honestly. Anime. Yeah, it. The first thing that comes to mind is Fujoshi. Yeah. Hmm. I'm also surprised. Like, I feel like they could have done with instead of the the blue person also being a Toko fan. She's like, oh no, my kid got this for me. Yeah, and I'm being polite yeah, no, and have it on my bag. I was real. I was actually surprised that this turns out like well. Presumably, I guess yeah, it's no, just I'm- like an American drama thing to have like the protagonist be like, "No, it was all for nothing." But yeah, I thought it was sweet yeah. that like you know she made but, this uh, connection. Goes out with this really the Gaga Ga intro, which is a really good one. Yep. Yep. Gaga ga 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 Next week's episode is called The Toraiga Woman, so I guess she's gonna hang out with her. It also yep. shows her mom showing up, which sounds like it might be super traumatic. Yep. And they both talk, uh, the lady who likes Toraiga says that she loves the suit, the, uh, men's suit butts and the oh, suits. Oh, that's, that was the Toraiga Woman? I thought that was one of her coworkers. No, that was the Toraiga Woman. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's she's taking creep shots of the butts. Yeah. Apparently she also talks to Yakuza Guy in the next episode. So. Yeah. Man, I hope Yakuza I'm excited. Yakuza Guy is just like the heart of gold person. <laughs> I yeah, no. So Tokusatsu Gaga Ga is really fun. Yeah, it was this a fun is, show. I really like this. I I know this is uh was a bit upset when to talk about Kugo, but Oh, I like it. Yeah, I'm fine with this. Uh, from what I saw, it was only optioned for like a seven episode show or something, so it's not going to be very long. It doesn't but need I... to be though. No, nope. yeah, we may talk more about this again. We'll see. I'd be down for that, probably. I would be down for that. I it definitely... was definitely making me want to read the manga. I'm curious if someone's scanlating it. Yeah, there is. There's at least some out there. Well, that's good. Okay. No, but yeah, uh, this is an episode. Let me pull open this script that Evan wrote for me. Ah, I actually wrote it. Let me just give it away. So, so if I sound good, you know why. Um, this has been Journey Through a Decacast. We are a podcast on the internet located at journeythroughdecacast dot com. On the website, you'll find links to our network's Twitter at riceball underscore fm, along with host twitters in parentheses. Um, if you'd like to dispute anything we've said or just ask a question, our email is journeythroughdecacast at gmail.com, which doesn't exist yet. I added that part in. Um, that's journeythroughdecacast at gmail.com. We should be back next week with a new episode slash shard, parentheses, dependent on upon episode, discussing uh. parentheses, 
whatever show episode will be next week. I really think we should come up with synonyms for the shard thing. Uh, that's true. You um, can call them shards if you want. Now we're at uh, individual host sign-offs, so I just go, um... Oh no, you added that at the end, so... I go last. You two get individual host sign-offs. Oh my god. You just... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you have no sense of improv. I'm, I was... Sorry, I saw something that just excited me. Was I was doing a bit oh, by fine. reading it literally. <laughs> so it's gonna be a bit from now on, I guess. <laughs> You don't. You don't seem too happy about the bit. <laughs> it's fine. Um. Good night, everybody. We'll be back. Chris, you gonna have one? Uh, yeah. Remember to always uh be your yeah. Th- I was gonna do the thing where I said like the lesson of we learned today is always be yourself, but that actually is kind of the lesson of this show. So. Yeah, no. yeah, doesn't work as well. Let your freak flag fly. And we're just a passing through podcast. Remember that. And that ends the scripted outro.